0: So I want you to think for a moment about the greatest invitation you've ever received, an invitation that brought you joy. Maybe it was an invitation to a birthday party or an anniversary or maybe to a wedding celebration. I've been thinking quite a bit about wedding invitations lately, probably because my daughter is going to be married in February and we've been discussing trying to get that invitation list, that guest list, just right. Who might say no? Who might say yes? Who should be invited? These past few weeks, as we focused on our homily series that's focused on the great commandment to love God and neighbor, and the great commission inviting other disciples to follow and join us. I've observed over these scripture readings this recurring theme of invitation, invitation from Jesus in the parables he shared with the chief priest and the elders and each and every one of us. A few weeks ago, Jesus invited workers into the vineyard and then he invited the two sons to join him, and this week we hear hear the invitation to a wedding feast, a wonderful banquet. Jesus is constantly offering us, extending invitations to join him, to follow him in prayer and in worship and in thanksgiving to his heavenly Father. So this morning, we're being encouraged to spend a moment to draw our thoughts towards God, to consider that invitation to the banquet. Because once we enter into God's abundance, chances are we will find few things that matter more than our prayers and our worship of God. Our scripture readings this morning today speak of food in one way or another. Isaiah imagines the future in which God arranges a banquet for us which, are, which the banquet will have rich food and choice wine. Our psalm we sang together today s- sings of the table that will be spread before us. And St. Paul says that he has learned the secret of being well-fed as well as being hungry. And finally, the Gospel compares the coming reign of God to a banquet, a great feast. The focus on food and eating is often common in the Bible, because at that time enough food was to eat was a source of great anxiety of the people of that region. So it's no surprise that Jesus compares the reign of God to a banquet prepared by a king. We all enjoy a nice invitation to a meal. I think we all like to eat. Eating is just not another physiological function that we're obliged to perform, like blinking or breathing or sleeping. Eating is a cheerful obligation, a happy necessity. Most of us look forward to our next meal and build our daytime activity around the hours when we can plan to sit down and eat. And there's something even better than the mealtime itself. It's sharing the table with those that we love. Eating alone can be mechanical and even dreary. But a shared meal is halfway to a party, even if you're enjoying that meal over a brown bag lunch. The the activity of eating itself is an affirmation of life. Eating together is a celebration. Eating alone makes it possible for us to live. But joining together in a meal provides us with the reason to live. Of course, that is why the Eucharist is the perfect symbol of our life with Christ. As we come together every week around this singular table, we affirm our life as followers of Jesus, and we celebrate in that life. There is no meal, this is absolutely no meal that we should ever eat alone. It's a very deliberate meal that we celebrate together. It's well planned, like a holiday feast. You want to spend time around this meal and let the significance of it sink into your bones. You want to experience that holiday celebration feeling, not only for your body to be fed, but your spirit as well to be nourished by it, the happy combination of not only the food that Jesus shares with us, but the food that we share together. It is then, I think, a bit of a surprise that this banquet is refused by some that we hear about in our gospel today. And we might wonder what's wrong with these people Everybody is invited to the king's table, but they seem to have other plans. They simply refuse to come. And while we are always extending the invitation and looking for other ways to invite people into our community of faith, the, uh, the offer that we give them often receives the same response. Geez, I'd, I'd love to do that but I'm way too busy. And that sounds like a similar response that the king received to the wedding invitation Jesus offers us in the parable today. We're often all too busy. And the sad thing about our busyness is it prevents us from engaging in the things that actually help us curb our busyness and enrich our lives such things as coming to mass, spending time in prayer and worship. But Jesus never stops inviting and always encourages each and every one of us to do the same to our family and our friends and our neighbors. After being rebuffed, the king sends out a new invitation to the sort of people that aren't typically invited to the party people on the streets, the sick, the beggars, the strangers from out of town, those who aren't part of the in crowd. But there is one stipulation. Whoever comes to act like they're coming into the presence of a king, they have to be prepared. Give whatever they have, the best that they have, however little it may be. In the end, it turns out, that it is a small party, because Jesus reminds us that many, all are invited, but few are chosen. So thank you for saying yes to the invitation we've all received, or you wouldn't be here this morning. And may we always understand and accept the responsibility, the royal invitation for what it is. This is a sacred meal set before us each week. It's a privileged and unique table. We may not be on the original invited list or the honored guests, but whoever we are, we're always welcomed to the feast. And let us always remember to invite others to join us at the table of the Lord. That's why we not only focus on the great commandment to love God and neighbor, but the great commission to invite others to join us, making disciples of, by our words and by our actions, extending the invitation to others to join us, to, or in the case of many, to rejoin us at the table of the Lord, to receive the Eucharist, and give thanks for the celebration, the great banquet, and the feast that the Lord has invited all of us to.